0: Excellency Fiddlesticks. Hi, hello, welcome to episode thirty seven of the Excellency Fiddlesticks Podcast. Uh, just Right up front, I want to thank everybody who uh, sent out some good words about the music show, which was done at the beginning of January. Got some good reviews on that, got some positive feedback. Good to hear, glad to share. Uh, Maybe some misconceptions about the show. If if it's the first time you've ever listened to it, this is not a specifically music-oriented podcast. Um, Once a year, I'll do a music show. Um, Love music, love hearing new music, love sharing that with everybody. So usually at the end of every year, We'll do a little wrap-up, which will count down, uh, talk about the best songs of the prior year. That being said, this is not that episode. I'll sprinkle in some songs occasionally, but uh, it's a couple items right up front. First of all, if what you do, you want to show the show, show us some love, uh, easy way to do that. One way is to subscribe to the show via iTunes uh, or any other way you get the show. Any way you get it through the website, you get it through podfeed.net. Any way you find it, it's cool. Um, another thing to do if you like it leave a comment Just uh, if you don't like leave a comment But give me some feedback positive or negative spread the word put it out there tell a friend about it uh, appreciate that always and you really want to show the show some love go to amazon.com via my website which is jtbishop.blogspot.com from there you'll see that banner on the right hand side click it and then go to, go to the shop at Amazon like you normally would buy whatever the hell you buy at Amazon which let's face it there are very few things you cannot buy at Amazon these days so go there via me bookmark it Shop to your heart's content. Buy whatever you want. The show gets a tiny little kickback of love in the form of some shekels that we can use to do God knows what. Uh, This episode contains some what I like to call... It's it's, it's the lost episode. It is. Why? Because basically sometimes I record some segments um, in the car remotely, you know, just talking to the iPhone, save it, and upload it. And somehow in the course of these things that I did... um, they were missing. They went missing because I had an iOS upgrade on the iPhone. You know, how good that goes sometimes. And then I upgraded my computer in the house. So somewhere between those two events, these segments were thought by me to be lost. But lo and behold, I found them. So see if you can find them. They're pretty, um, you know, they're, they're buried in the show. They, they give themselves away pretty easily because they, they mention uh, summer just ended. And the topic is usually is something summer related. But uh, they're here, and your job is to find them. So without any further ado, I'll uh, we'll get right into the show. Notice the theme songs of the show now. I think I'm going to stick with this one. I, I've been rotating theme songs through the show, picking whatever strikes my fancy. Um, I really like this one. It's by Nick Lowe. See if you can guess what the name of the song is. I'll tell you at the end of the show. Anyway, let's get right into it. A um, couple things right off the top of the thing. I, I noticed that um, what I've talked about the difference between men and women, as specifically as it relates to the bathroom. And this goes back to this topic a lot. Um, again, women, we said before, they do their business, they get in and out. There, there's not a lot of extra stuff in there. Men, maybe not so much. And I noticed um, back in the day, especially in the early days of the Internet, most guys, at least in, if I would see in the office, would maybe print out an article. you print something out, you'd go in there, you know, and you read an article and you might get, um, whatever the hell long, you, your business can be done in the first 30 seconds, but you're going to go through the duration of that article, right? And it might be two or three pages, but you read the whole entire article, print it, and sometimes you leave it there for the next guy. And I've, I've stumbled upon some really good articles in some stalls in, in my day, not to mention if somebody leaves behind a, news, a newspaper, very courteous, thank you very much. But now, I don't see that as much, because now you basically have in your hand a device which can give you an infinite amount of resources, an infinite amount of articles, of knowledge, of anything you need. So what happens? You you could be in there for literally 35, 40 minutes. Your legs could fall asleep. These are these are bad things to have. So I think um, maybe the first bit of advice I would give to you men, for, for just improve your circulation in your lower extremities. Don't bring the phone with you. Uh, we already talked about how people who, who um, take phone calls while they're in there are, are the most evil people on the planet, and, and they should be dealt with... Uh, swiftly and sternly but the people who don't take the phone calls in there but bring the device in there it's a whole nother kettle of fish and it, it could be a huge problem so uh, do yourselves a favor save, save your circulation save your legs, leave the fun at home America. that's right, once again it's time for America's favorite feature America. that's right American, fuck yeah, when we find something that is genuinely and uniquely American, and damn it, we celebrate it because it's only in America, it's only in the greatest countries in the world, where something like this could happen. This week's feature comes from Valley, Alabama. Now listen, gun violence in this country has become a, well, a problem, and people are uh, pretty upset about it. But the good folks in Valley, Alabama, at W.F. Burns Middle School, to be specific, the principal, That's a great idea. You know, uh, in the wake of such tragedy as we've seen over the past few years, uh, many sensible things have tried to be, um, laws and such have tried to be passed in order to help deal with some of these problems. Um, But none of them get to the root cause of the problem. Um, You want to talk about mental illness, you want to talk about too many guns, which is a bunch of crap. Am I right, America? The real problem is that the people who are being oppressed don't have the means to fight back. And, uh, well, a lot of us can carry guns. We know that. And if, if like I said, if, if people in, in these school shootings had guns, maybe there wouldn't be gun massacres in schools, right? So the solution, obviously, arm the kids. Let's arm the children. Well, you namby-pamby little liberal panty waste won't allow us to happen in America. We, we, we can't arm the children as much as we'd like to and think that's a great idea. But the good folks at W.F. Burns Middle School in Valley, Alabama, have come up with maybe a solution, which I think is going to work. Uh, they asked all the students, um, they sent a letter home with the kids, and uh, said, listen, um, tell your kid to, when he comes back to school the next day, bring a can of food. And he's saying, how, how is a canned food going to solve this problem? Is it a food drive? Maybe to help raise money for uh, gun training or mental health awareness? No, no, no. Silly. What are you, stupid? That's a stupid, stupid suggestion. Uh, the cans of food are for the kids. See, if each kid has a can of food, the, the thinking goes here, were some terrible tragedy to occur where uh, somebody bursts into the school with a with an AK-47 and wants to, you know, wreak havoc, these kids can throw their cans of food at the attacker, thereby causing him to become disoriented, distracted, and maybe just crazy enough to think he might just throw down his gun and get the hell out of that school. It's a foolproof plan. Uh, it, and the people who think it can't work... I don't understand. And the person who um, came up with this plan, the principal, her name is Priscilla Holly, who I think right away should be nominated for a Congressional Medal of Honor. Uh, she calls it the Alice Method, and the acronym: Alert, Lockdown, Inform, Counter, and Evacuate. You see, this is all part of it. Um, I think you couldn't throw a T in there, but the T would have been for, for toss your can at the at the attacker. Uh, she says, in the event of an intruder, every student will be armed with a can of food. Duh. Uh, We realize at first, she says, that this may seem odd. However, it is a practice that could catch an intruder off guard. And I have to agree with her there, because I know if I'm about to um, fire off some some clips from my trusty automatic weapon and multiple cans of food from tomato sauce, peas, soup are all flying at me from different angles, it's going to definitely throw me off my game. might cause me to miss a shot or two. So uh, I think this plan is foolproof. Um, She said the canned food end could stun the intruder or even knock him out until the police arrive. Because I know some of these kids, you think these kids can't really throw the thing. Some of these kids have pretty good arms. And I think they could hurl that can of of food across the room anywhere between, you know, 10 and 12 miles per hour. And you don't think that's much, but if a can of lasur peas conks you on the noggin at about 12 miles an hour, you're going to know it. And that lump that that happens on your head is going to cause you to think twice. Uh, More importantly, she says that this canned food item will give the students a sense of empowerment to protect themselves. And, and you know, I would feel safe, too. You know, If someone busted in my house right now with a gun, and I was near the downstairs pantry, which I'm not far from, actually, you know, come to think of it, I, th- I should have a can of food on me at all times. I think if everybody traveled with a can of food, I'm going to extrapolate this. So I hope Miss Holly doesn't mind this. I'm going to take her theory, and I'm going to make it work larger. Everybody should carry a can of food, right? Because worse comes to worse, Shit starts going down wherever you are. You pull out that can of Progresso soup, that wedding soup that you've been saving, and you conked it. You throw that chunky soup, whatever, at that person. You conk him in the head off that thing. Crisis averted, problem solved. You're a hero. You're a hero. But I don't want to take the hero accolades, and I want to give them to Miss Holly, because her idea is great. Now, of course, there's some people who are going to say it's not not going to work. It's stupid. Uh, Ken Trump no relation to Donald, who's an American hero, is the president of the National School Safety and Security Services. He says, well, you're telling kids under the guise of empowerment that they should attack heavily armed gunmen, and you're giving them them a false sense of security that's enough to get them killed. Yeah. I've yet to see a police officer respond to a report of a gunman with a can of tomato soup, yet we're telling our children to do that? Well, Mr. Trump, what you fail to realize, uh, that the policemen, they they don't have to worry about soup because they have guns. And, uh... You know, I, maybe they should carry a can of soup additionally as a backup plan. You know, have, have the soup on one holster, the gun on the other. Double whammy. You're set for any emergency. Um, I don't agree with Mr. Trump at all. I think this is a great idea, and I think it, it should work. And you know what? Let's give it a try, because what's the worst that could happen? A bunch of kids have some food, and if they throw the food at the guy, problem solved. I, I, I don't want to hear it anymore. I think that uh, we have some true American heroes in this country. Miss Holly, you are one of them. And I'm going to make sure you get the recognition you deserve. And uh, this is why when people think of America around the world, they should look at us and all and say, another great idea by the Americans. They don't want to ban their guns. They don't want to create new gun laws which may limit the amount of guns that a mentally ill person could carry. Like, it's his right just as much as it's my right. They don't want to fight mental health. They just say, give the damn kids cans. And I, for one, am proud to be an American. And and that's my fuck yeah for today. Thank you. you. Well, summer's come and gone, and now that it's not here anymore, um, I learned a few things this summer. One thing I definitely learned this summer is that apparently there is an epidemic of uh, people leaving things in cars. And by things, I mean other living things. And by living things, I mean specifically not pets. No, kids. Uh, I didn't realize this was still a problem. I didn't think this was something that people needed to be told. But apparently, I saw a billboard for it the other day that you have to... um, you know, remember that you left a child in the car. Who needs this advice? Who doesn't know that they're driving with a child? Now, I've never owned a dog in my life, but I know pretty darn well uh, that if I did have a dog and I were to leave him in the car, say, to go shopping or go to a place which would not welcome said dog, uh, I would know on a hot summer day or even a mild summer day that the car is usually, you know... 15 20 30 degrees hotter than the outside temperature. And the common sense part of me says, uh, you know, hey, crack a window. Give uh, give Poochi a little bit of uh, respite from the from the overwhelming heat. And I know this because I remember seeing PSAs and hearing news items about this. So it stands to reason that if I was uh, aware of the fact that a dog needed to be ventilated properly or else he would probably die, that I would do the same for a child. But I, I would know not to leave the said child in the car. Uh, there are people who've done this this summer. Apparently, again, breeding does not require um, any sort of test to be passed. You, you have, you have active, uh, active naughty bits and active uh, fertilization mechanisms, and you can produce a child. And a lot of people do, or are very stupid. Stupid, so stupid, in fact, that they need to be reminded. That they have children in the car. People, there were people are inventing devices now, little mnemonic devices, maybe, or even actual physical devices, to remind you, hey, before you lock that door, check the back seat, because you never know, there might be a kid back there. As if some some kid magically appeared during the course of your trip, that you weren't. Hey, how the, how the fuck did that kid get? How did that kid get back there? How'd that happen? It's mind-boggling to me. Uh, people need to be reminded that they are parents. And uh, I also, I guess the next logical step would be, you know, remind yourself to, to feed this child. Remind yourself that this kid needs to be, I don't know, if, if he has a diaper, that needs to be, what's that smell? Yeah, that needs to be fixed. Uh, there, there's just myriad things that if, if such basic things as removing the child from a sweltering hot car, remembering that you are in possession of a child... Uh, I would imagine some of the other basic necessities could be lacking for that kid. Um, I've seen some really ridiculous PSAs in my lifetime and ridiculous advertisements for things, to remind you of things. This might be the one. Uh, I think we've come full circle on the the idiocracy of of America, I think, is happening. We are so stupid now. We have to be reminded that we have kids in the backseat. You know, I should mention, if you're just joining us... um it's a podcast, so you can actually hit the stop button, go back to the beginning, and listen to the show from the beginning till now. I'll wait. Okay, welcome back. Um, as opposed to that last segment, as if it was kismet, the reason that segment was lost, uh, I told you explained earlier why it was lost. And if you went back and listened just now, you know exactly why it was lost. But as if fate would intervene, um, there was another incident in my home home state of Connecticut recently. Of somebody leaving something in a car, and it dovetails so nicely with this uh, thing I just talked about back in the summertime. Now it's cold, obviously. Uh, Back then there was the heat problem, people being left in cars, in hot cars, and boiling, and getting injured, or what have you. Um, But the reverse is just as true now. It's super cold, and we're going through a really nasty cold spell in Connecticut right now. Um, a, A couple, who are early nominees for Parents of the Year, 2015, they got arrested Uh, They left a two-week-old baby in their car for more than 20 minutes. Um, And what were they doing? You know, where were they going for more than 20 minutes, the shopping, to to leave a two-week-old baby in a car? And it's lately, I don't know if you've been following the weather here, but in this part of the country, it's been uh, below freezing for about the better part of uh, two and a half months now. So I venture to say on the date that this happened, which I think was uh, early February, you know I don't know the exact weather in that day, but I'm pretty sure it was it was probably in the twenties anyway these two left this baby in a car and where were they going? you wonder well um <laughs> it's beautiful because it's the twenty six year old mother uh and her fifty four year old friend I don't know if the friend is the is the father of the baby I don't care I don't know but um they went to a store the store is called v i p very intimate pleasures it's a it's a uh it's a couple's store, let's be be generous and call it that. Um, they went into the store with the right intentions. They brought the kid with them because it's a baby. It's a two-week-old baby. Now, I'm sure there's a policy in the store, and this was enacted here, that children are not allowed in the store. That's a, It's a hard and fast policy, and the whoever the employee is at the time you know, honored the the letter of the law, if maybe not the spirit of the law. But they said, you can't bring that kid in here. It's anyone under 18, regardless, even though it's a two-week-old baby who probably can't see more than, you know, a foot and a half away from its eyes. Anyway, that's the rule. Um, kid, kid can't come in. So what do you do? Well, uh, in, most people who speak, you know, English or, or, or understand uh, consequences would probably say, maybe we'll come back later, or um, I'll sit in the car with, with Junior here, and you go shopping, honey. One of the two. I don't know which one. Not an option. This place encourages couples shopping, apparently. Um, and Whatever they were buying, they had to get in there and get it right now. Here's what I don't understand. I was under the impression that, uh, I'm assuming that this woman, the mother, she was the mother, she's 26, she gave birth to this baby, the baby's two weeks old. So, literally 14 days. i had always heard that you, you're not allowed to have any sort of uh, physical intimacy, uh, if you're a female, with um, obviously a lot of been, things have been happening in that region recently, uh, There was like a six-week cooling-off period. And that was... I don't know if that's changed at all, but that was usually the standard. Right? Six weeks. Here it's two weeks later, and you're shopping for sex toys. I a little patience may be in order. You could have waited a while. I don't know. Anyway, what they decided to do, that, they, that whatever they did, they had to go shopping together as a couple. Because let's face it, very intimate pleasures demands... That couple shop together, and they encourage that. It's a beautiful thing. So as a consequence of that, um, what do you do with Junior? Well, I guess you have no choice but to leave him in the car. Hey, it's only going to be 20 minutes. He'll probably sleep in anyway. He'll be okay, right? It's only, well, actually, it was 29 degrees that day, the article tells me. It's only 29 degrees. It's below freezing. He's a baby. He'll survive. If this was the Eskimo babies, they'll survive these back in the, in the prairie times. The kids will survive. They're fine. They're tough. They're tougher than you think they are. So they go about their business and shopping. Um, The employee, of course, this employee, employee of the month here, uh, working at VIP at 11 o'clock on a a Monday morning, uh, immediately runs outside to check on the baby. First thing he does, because these two idiots come right back into the store. Uh, He goes, checks on the baby, and immediately calls the cops. So he told the two uh, uh, Mensa members that, that, uh, look, I called the cops. You, You can't do this. And they just kept shopping because now... Now they're on the clock. We can, these dildos aren't going to sell themselves. They have to go and buy these sex toys as quickly as possible. Cops showed up. Vehicle not running. Temperatures below freezing. Uh, the, kid was, the kid was wearing a onesie. Uh, no hat. Hands were exposed. Um, really, really dangerous. And these people, uh, uh, the baby was very cold. They, they examined him. Uh, the ambulance examined and took him to the hospital. Um, he had cold extremities probably a little longer and it would have been in some serious trouble, but uh, luckily, by thanks to this fast-acting um, porno employee, the baby's fine. Uh, these two, obviously, um, we're not getting off lately. They were charged with uh, risk of injury to a minor, leaving a child unsupervised. They're being held on a $25,000 bond, and uh, let's hope... You know what? Again, This I've gone through this before. This is one thing you don't need a license to do. Breed. Breeding is something pretty much anyone can do, and it seems like the stupider people are really good at it and uh, this is another example of this case so uh, the 26 year old mother Miss, Miss Lindsay Hoffman let's hope you learn you you learned a lesson here um, if there is any justice this kid will not be under your under your care anymore and maybe you won't be really happy to more so hopefully while you're in there you picked up some sort of um, birth control devices which you can implement on a more permanent basis and uh, we won't be subjected to hearing any more stories about you so um, good luck stay out of the news and uh, stay strong people. And speaking of summer, you know, summer, we got pretty lucky this summer, it wasn't too uh, oppressively disgusting and buggy and whatnot, but I, I got to thinking the other day when uh, there a bug, like, was pestering me, or bugging me, if you will, and, uh, you know, you, you just hear it, you know, one of those ones you can't see, you just hear that buzz when it gets near your ear, you know, all that. it's really, really annoying. Um... Probably not going to do any damage to you, but it's just annoying, and you just, you just want to get rid of it. And when you finally do get rid of it, either you manage to smack it, and like you make contact with it, and, and maybe you, you pin it against your arm, and you slap it, and it, it dies. What's the first thing you do? You look at it, and you say, say, what, what is this thing that was bugging me? What does this thing look like? And you look at, oh, as if we know what to expect. Uh, I, I thought of this today also because on the train ride home today, uh, or, or this happens quite a bit, uh, There's there's some... Person who decides he's going to be just, just by nature, very loud, um, and I don't think this guy could help it. I think that's just the way he is. Uh, he manages to, to try and have a conversation with another person on the train, and they sit as far away from one another as possible. Say there's uh, there's two aisles, right? There's, there's two seats on one aisle on one side, three seats across the aisle, and they sit on the opposite extremes against the windows and proceed to have a conversation on a train which is already have an, you know enough noise as it is. So everything's loud. And they do this for, you know, probably three stops, which doesn't sound like much, but after, you know, when I'm right in front of this guy, it's right in my ear. It's, it's really friggin' annoying. So while he's doing all this, as, as I'm, my hatred is seething for him in, in my own bloodstream, in my body, I'm putting the, together a mental image of what I think this person looks like. And it's, well, it's unflattering, because, you know, I don't think... It's much like if you hear an attractive female voice on the phone and you're doing the same thing, you're you're putting together this amazingly beautiful image in your mind of what that person looks like. Well this guy was not attractive in my mind. Now if I turn around later and he looks like Brad Pitt, I'm you know, color me surprised. But the point is at some point during this conversation, before I leave that train, I have to see what this guy looks like. Why is that? Why do I need to see him? I need to say, oh look at this guy. Because no matter what I say, like I said, unless he looks like Brad Pitt or some other, you know, matinee idol-type person, it's going to confirm my suspicions. I'm going to say, yeah, you jackass, that's what he looks like. Look at this jerk. And uh, I must say, when I did turn around, he didn't look anything like I expected. He was not an attractive man. Um, you know, but he wasn't, I had more of a, a burly, younger, blue-collar type of guy in mind. It looked like this guy was more of a older, um, he looked sort of like an emaciated Santa Claus. Not a very flattering picture, but I had to see it, and I think that's this must be a thing that maybe it's only guys who do this. Maybe guys are very visual. I know they talk when they talk about porn; they talk about you know men are very visual with their porn, and women it's more of an emotional thing. I don't know. I'm not you know equating that to sex or whatever. But where was I? Uh, this goes a step further with anything that's annoying you, or anything that's like if you have something in between your teeth, say and you're working out with your tongue you're trying to get it out of there you can't get it out you've been working on this thing for an hour it seems like an hour and you're trying to get this thing out or something on your body something that's you know something you can't see but you can feel it you can either feel it with your finger or with, your, with the tip of your tongue or something like that and you work and work and work and work and you finally pry this thing loose what's the first thing you do? i got to look at this thing what is what is this thing that was causing me look at that oh look at that And I have to look at it as if what I was going to see would be like, ah, exactly, it's exactly what I expected. It's, it's a piece of corn or a piece of something, but I have to look at it. I have to inspect everything that annoys me at some some way. And I don't know if that's because it's a visual thing or what. That's why it drives me nuts. It's like the first time you see somebody uh, like on the radio whose voice you've ever you've heard, uh, whose voice you've been hearing but you've never seen. You're like, that's the guy? I imagine some of you who listen to this show, who maybe have never seen me, if you ever saw a picture, you'd be like, oh, my, like, holy shit, look at this guy. This is him? Ooh, but uh, that remains to be seen. If you do, if you do uh, manage to catch a glimpse of me after you've heard the show and you've never seen me before, and uh, you're not repulsed by what you see, uh, feel free to drop me a line. Otherwise, uh, please uh, keep your opinions to yourself. And that's the show. That's another episode in, in the can, in the bag. Love it, live it. Uh, A couple things you can do. You want to contact me, you can uh, hit me up on Twitter at Bish24. You can email the show. It's xfiddle, e-x-f-i-d-d-d-l-e at gmail.com. Like I said, if you like it, tell a friend. Uh, You can check me out on Reddit. My name is Ron DeLay. I'm out there now on Reddit all the time. um, Really discovering Reddit for the first time, it's really amazing. I've been sort of dabbling in it for years, but uh, man, you can really get lost in in a subreddit rabbit hole and uh, disappear for a long time it's a lot of fun so uh, check that out and uh, you know drop me a line if you have fun tell a friend about the show don't forget to go to Amazon via the link on the site Uh, no parting shot this week but I'll be working on some other things and like I said hopefully I have uh, more frequency in the shows maybe more than one per month but um, until next time that's all I got adios